thank you all for joining the Fantasy Rebuttal. Another successful season under our belts. This podcast has developed into a masterful show and has officially defeated once again the Commissioner's Corner. Repeat, the Commissioner's Corner is dead. Rest in peace, Commissioner's Corner. You had a nice little run of one, maybe two shows. I can't remember. It's been so long ago. My programming doesn't allow for such long-term memories. Anyways, congrats again to the Fantasy Rebuttal. The champion and defeater of all other podcasts in the podcast realm. Battle of the Beers will never attempt defeat again. Long live the Fantasy Rebuttal. All hail this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fantasy Rebuttal Championship Edition. Congratulations to Team Natural Ice, Mike Emmerich, and Red Stripe, Colin Green. You have made it to the championship. What an exciting week. Exciting Final Four, very dramatic. Comes down to these final two young men. Well, when I say young, I mean young as in they're not retired, but they are both ripe, war-torn veterans. They have seen the battlefield. These guys have weathered the storm. They have taken many, many, many losses for the sake of the rest of us winning. And now it's their turn to win the championship. Both teams, both owners have never won. So one of them will walk away defeated once again, but one will be victorious. Who will it be? Who will they put in their lineups? There's so many questions. Natural Ice is the underdog. His team was mediocre all season. He made the big trade, trading away Patrick Mahomes. He made another trade. With Mitch trading away Joseph Jacobs or whatever his name is. And he's not afraid to trade. We'll give him that. Red Stripe had a great team. I predicted in week two that he would be the champion. And boy, is that looking good. So, Red Stripe 11 and 4, Natural Ice 8 and 7. Red Stripe, the pressure's on him. We're going to look at the matchup. Congratulations to both teams. On the other side of that, we had Corona, the heavy favorite to win the championship with his team, with his scoring, with the Christian McCaffrey and his lineup. He did have a great week. He just was not quite enough against Natural Ice. Red Stripe, in a very extremely dramatic fashion, comes back and defeats Nat. Or, uh, Keystone Light, sorry. Eric went down, and it was a very unfortunate game. We'll go over that real quick. We'll be right back. All right, so just to recap, the games from last week, the final four, that was so dramatic that everybody was talking about the uh, Corona Natural 
ice. 167, 144. Corona came out early, and it was looking like it was going to be a walkaway victory. And things changed quick. And he had big game from Christian McCaffrey with 36. And he had a not-so-good game from Philip Lindsay. And Chris Godwin got hurt. He still scored 17 points. Tyreek Hill at two touchdowns, scored 23 points. He had a huge game from Tyler Higby. What a great pickup that was. He had 12 catches for 111 yards. Robert Woods was nowhere to be found. Had five points. And on the other side of that, you had natural ice. Jared Goff somehow scored 31 points. A lot of garbage time points for him. Ezekiel Elliott got 30 points. Nick Chubb at 23. Diggs at 11. Allen Robinson had 19. Darren Waller had 20. Aaron Jones had snuck out two two, uh, touchdowns at 17 points. He just had points everywhere. So 167-144. Natural Ice takes out both of the Longeneckers in the playoffs, which is, you know, I'm sure exciting for him. And Keystone, unfortunately, goes down to Red Stripe, 147 to 140. I say unfortunately because it was it was pretty much over. I mean, he had a big lead, and Red Stripe came back with the four o'clock games with Julio Jones scoring 43 points to eke out the victory. But it was Mahomes had 28, James White had 14, Mark Ingram had 23, D- DK Metcalf 11, Jarvis Landry had seven. They let him down there. His receivers let him down, which if you looked at his team all year, I mean, he did not. He had, he did not have consistent play. He had he had Sybil Shepherd had twenty, Travis Kelsey had thirty, and uh, his kicker and his defense let him down. Brown's defense was a questionable move, got him two points, but they were playing the Cardinals. I understand. I a questionable move. Red Stripe had the Eagles D. They had a lucky forty-seven yard touchdown. At the end of the game, which I guess you could, I'm not, I'm not upset. I just feel bad for Eric. Okay, it was a, but I also happy for Colin. You know, okay, we can't. Someone's got to lose these games, unfortunately. And um, so Red Stripe has had a really good team, a bunch of years. Always is bad luck. Same with Keystone. Um, Keystone had the most amazing team last year, in my opinion, and then they fell apart playoff time. Isn't that the way it goes? But you scored 140 points. You know, you did what you could. So that's it. Red Stripe, Natural Ice. Those We're going to break down their matchup and really get into their decisions. Because there's some questionable ones already I'm seeing here. Be right back. Okay, let's get into the matchup. The final championship matchup. Mike Emmerich. Colin Green, prepare for battle. We're going to get into the matchup, and we're going to look at things, and we're going to really dig into these these matchups and their decision-making here. Um, It looks like Mike Emmerich picked up Ryan Fitzpatrick, dropped Daniel Jones. He's going to roll the dice with this wild card. Fitzmagic will either win you this championship, or it will cost you dearly. That I promise you. This move is a gamble, and if you know Mike Emmerich, he's a gambler, and that's exactly what he's doing here. 
He's looking at that tasty matchup with the Bengals. Miami at home versus Cincinnati. Looks like last week Fitzpatrick had 23 of 41 passes, so he's barely above 50% completions. But 279 and two touchdowns. And they stink on defense, so you know like the Bengals are going to have opportunities to score. So th this should be a high-scoring game somewhat if the teams don't just run the ball. So we got Fitzpatrick versus Matt Ryan. On the other side of things, Colin is benching Tom Brady. Brady's playing Buffalo. You can't blame him for that. Brady doesn't look very good, and Edelman's hurt. Matt Ryan had a pretty decent game. Well, no, wait. He had... I guess it was just Julio Jones that had a big game last week against San Francisco. He had 210 yards and two touchdowns in their win. And they play Jacksonville, who Jacksonville's a terrible defense right now. And looks like they have given up a lot of a lot of big games. So that's a good matchup for Colin at home in the dome. Always something to consider this time of year. Ryan Fitzpatrick playing in Miami. So you got two tasty matchups there. I'm going to say it's pretty much even there so far, believe it or not. That Fitzpatrick pickup might be pretty good. Derrick Henry on Red Stripes team against the Saints at home. And looks like he had a decent week last week. He didn't score any touchdowns, but he got 86 yards and 21 carries. And he has Marlon Mack in the lineup. This is another, this is tough. He's got Marlon Mack. A great matchup. He's at home versus Carolina. Carolina stinks. And the the Colts run the ball a ton. So, but they're a little suspect with who's going to be at the ball. But Marlon Mack is their starting running back. So we look on the other side of things. The uh, gambler, Mike Emmerich. Ezekiel Elliott at Philly. You couldn't ask for a better matchup for him. And then on the other side, of his, his running back, he has Devontae Freeman in there right now. I'm guessing because they're playing Jacksonville. He is, looks like he's going to bench. Wow. He has Nick Chubb on the bench right now in favor. Nick Chubb plays the Ravens. He has him on the bench in favor of Devontae Freeman. Wow. That's insane. But... And who's going to question this guy at this point? His receivers right now. He has Stefan Diggs at home versus Green Bay. Brashad Perryman against Houston is in his lineup, I guess, because uh, the injury to, uh, what's his name, Chris Godwin. He had five catches for 113 yards and three touchdowns. But that was against the Lions, so... What a game that was. So can you expect that again? Who knows? But he's put him in. Now I see he's got Will Fuller on the bench at Tampa Bay. Now Fuller's got a hamstring injury. He's limited. So this is one of those games where Will Fuller could have 50 points, but he could also have five points. And he's hurt. So I guess I understand his his uh, his move there. Now he has Allen Robinson on the bench at home versus Kansas City on Sunday night game. Wow. I mean, that's tough. These are tough decisions, folks. That's what he has right now. So Colin has Julio Jones at home versus Jacksonville. So he's got the 
the uh, Matt Ryan Julio Jones connection there in his lineup and that looks like a delicious matchup he has DeAndre Hopkins at Tampa Bay uh, it's just scary I mean that could just absolutely last week he had six for 119 and that matchup is absolutely tasty Jared Cook at Tennessee versus Darren Waller at the Chargers and at the flex they got Aaron Jones at Minnesota Keenan Allen at home versus Oakland another tasty matchup then they got the the um, they got good kickers and they got the Rams defense at San Francisco Seattle Seahawks at home versus Arizona so looks kind of even on the guru boy Colin doesn't have a lot of options on his bench he has Cortland Sutton on the bench which I can agree with that I don't really his 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 lineup looks pretty good Marlon Mack is a big big factor they're playing the worst defense Carolina I mean, Carolina is scary bad on defense, so this could be... I'm going to say Red Stripe has the advantage with this matchup, but Natty Ice has the hot hand. Natural Ice, this is an st interesting statistic that stuck out. Now, they did meet in Week 13. Red Stripe won 156-109 in a um, meaningless game for Red Stripe, I guess. Boy, man, Natty Ice, he's lost and he's still got in the playoffs at 6-7. and seven. Amazing. But he has the record of 24-9-2. Natural Ice leads the series again with these two guys. And Red Stripe won the last matchup. So that stuff means nothing. Right now, CBS has it 137-123. We'll be right back, folks. All right, guys. So this is the end. You know, we'll do something next week for the winner to congratulate them. How about that? But let's just take a quick look. I want to recognize some of these teams because they've had, you know, we come off of two seasons in a row of Blue Moon winning. Blue Moon barely lost last week or two weeks ago, and then he had a big week last week. Very close to being in this championship game. And it would have been a scary if that man would have had a three-peat on his hands. Because I don't think even two in a row is hard to ever duplicate. But let alone three in a row, he might as well just shut the league down. So thank goodness that didn't happen for all of our sakes, including his. Because that little, that head couldn't get forward to get any bigger. Um, boy. But look at, look at Keystone Light. He had a sad ending to the season. But last year, I looked at his team here. Last year, he had the most points scored and didn't win, but he had an excellent team. Same with Corona. They both last year, it looks like they were 9-4. and four. Corona, again, with an excellent season. Nothing to be ashamed of there. Uh, let's see. Molson and Moosehead last year. Budweiser, Natty Ice, Landshark Lager. Red Stripe had a bad team all year and then he had put together the Megalodon at the end but 
2017, Natty Ice didn't win it all, but he had the best record and he had the most points scored. So Natty Ice in 17 was 12 and 4. Let's not forget that. I'm sure he hasn't forgot that, but that is, he didn't win. Again, Blue Moon won that year. He was also 12 and 4. I'm not taking anything away from Blue Moon, but just to show that Natty Ice, also Landshark Lager, had a had a third place team, 11 and 6, just two years ago. Keystone Light again had 9 and 8 team. Red Stripe, 9 and 8. These teams have been around um, at the top. Now, it looks like Corona didn't had a horrible team in 17. I didn't realize that. 16, we had Moosehead dominated. 21-31 points scored. And then we had Mike in second. Myself, Natural Ice, Corona. 15, we had Corona and Budweiser won it all. Corona, they both had 12 and 5 records. Red Stripe, 11 and 6. Only reason I'm touching base is just to give a little hope to some of you guys. And to say, just because you haven't won, didn't win it yet, you've had some really great teams and you've been consistently good. So it's bound to happen. And look what's happening this year. Natural Ice or Red Stripe is going to win. And they're going to get that name on that trophy. That trophy that I helped design. So, hope you have a great week, guys. We'll have fun watching the game, the games, to see who wins. And we're really really pulling for both of you. You know, I know myself personally, I'm happy either way for whoever wins. And hope you, when you win that money, you can do whatever you want with it. It's your money. But, hope you do something special for yourself, okay? You deserve it. You put a lot of time and effort into this season. So have a great season, guys. Or have a great off season, whatever you want to call it. It's been a real blast. Really appreciate all the listeners and all the support, all the private texts and emails and direct messages just supporting me and giving me um, support and giving me uh, compliments, driving me to make more episodes. And, you know, you're always welcome to, to step in if you want to do an episode. I'd be happy to hand it off. I'd be more than happy to do that. And uh, would love to hear from you, too. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care.